Okay, hello New York and welcome to One More Word with Alicia, co-starring your favorite host, Juan, two, three. Alicia, and I'm Alicia. Now before we get into our topic of the day, please give a round of applause to the best economics teacher BSA has to offer, our greatest guest star, Mr. William Diaz. Good morning, BSA. Woohoo! Okay, welcome, Mr. Diaz, and how are you? Thank you for having me in your little podcast. It's a pleasure, it's always, <laughs> always. You know, it's, it's always a blessing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here, and let's move on to our topic of the day, which is government consolidation. Oof. So, as a reference, we'll be using three texts: letter number one of the Federal Farmer, challenges of the AOC, challenges of the Articles of Confederation, and the Articles of Confederation itself. We will also be using the Constitution as like a um, a reference to like how it sh- how it is now, rather than how it was in the past. Correct. Yes. Okay. So before um, before we start like asking you questions, what do you know about consolidation? Like is that um, a mission? I mean, it really depends on how we're using it. Okay. Right? Well, in um, reference to like concepts of the Constitution, stuff like that. Um, I mean, I like to think that whenever I think about consolidation, I usually think about. Um, creation of the United States for the most part okay. um, I like to think that it's kind of like retaining or having a stronghold am I right or wrong? that makes sense I'm sure. about that alright stronghold yeah it makes mm-hmm. sense um, when you hear the word consolidation do you think of a stronghold do you think of like you're conserving power you're preserving it you're holding onto it right? right Okay. okay, that's cool. How about you, Alicia? I mean, when I think of consolidation, I think of what Miss McElroy taught us in ninth grade: mm-hmm. gain, con- gain, maintain, and consolidate. Wait, was it consolidate? Yeah. yeah, cool. I'm, I wanted to make sure I was right. Okay, yeah, that's what I think of. But what about you, Juan? We haven't heard your voice yet. Um, when I think of consolidation, I think more like um, land equals power. So like that's what that's something else Miss McElroy taught us. It was like the the more land you control, the more you control, the more power you'll, you'll be able to control. Right. Okay, so, um, we wanted to ask you if you feel like the government should, today, be, um, be more consolidated rather than individual. I mean, this is a very interesting topic, um, being that the United States has a very interesting relationship between state and right. government, right? Yeah. It's, um, the states control certain things and the government kind of regulates around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the most part, the states are the ones who are passing the laws that are applied to only their states. Yeah. So the states in New York aren't going to be the same as the ones from California. Right. Every state Utah, has different. Right. Different and whether we, we whether we agree with them or not, it really just depends on how they interpret certain laws. And mm-hmm. we use the government as. Well, not used, but like they kind of like a reference point, right? To check check in if what's happening in these states are actually constitutional or not. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, do you feel like consolidation of government has to limit individual rights? Uh, this is a very tough one, just because once you once you agree to do something, it's gonna have a negative or positive effect on another, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I personally believe that there should be more of a um, government intervention among states, mm-hmm. um, especially de- determining on like whether these laws in these states are constitutional or not. Okay. Okay. So, do you think 
the concept of consolidation is still relevant in different governments today? I mean, I think it is. I mean, remember we, we talk about like a communist government or a socialist or a capitalist economy. Um, each one has its own versions of like how they consolidate, maintain power amongst right. amongst its people and amongst its government. Of course, um, like it so. is still relevant to this day. Um, I feel like you need to be able to have a stronghold as a government if you want to have some sort of authority over a group of people, that right? Because if you don't, then that means that each state is going to do technically whatever they want. And that was the problem that was happening when, with, um, the, Articles of with the Articles of Confederation, right? Um, they were so traumatized of the king and having all power that they wanted to make sure that they weren't going to be mistreated or exploited in a way that was going to affect them. And when mm -hmm. I mean them, I mean the wealthy landowners, not right. the individual mm -hmm. yeah. or woman or kids or nothing like that. Um, because they weren't thinking about this. They weren't. <laughs> That's true. their main concern. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. But just to give you a little background history on the next question. So basically the federal farmer believes that we really should, there should be some kind of toss up between having consoli a strong consolidated government and individual rights. But he never really goes into depth about it. Right. Well, not that he doesn't go into depth. He never really offers a solution to that. Mm -hmm. So if there was a solution to balance the both, what do you think it would be, in your opinion? I mean, it would be extremely difficult to pinpoint every little thing that would that would exactly happen in a government that's equally between both government and state. Um, it's My utopia would technically be, like I have mentioned before, it would be a good balance between, yes, states are free to do... Uh, or to set certain laws, right? Um, depending on, because every, every state is different, but right. I feel like it's the government's job to come in and regulate if these laws are either violating people's rights, civil or human rights. Yes. Makes sense. Um, the federal farmer was somebody who wrote a, a lot of letters about how he wanted the um, government to operate, right? right? And one of the ways that he like spoke about it was through letters and they said that he he believed that um there should be a good balance like you mm -hmm. said but it it should it should lean more toward states um rights and like how the government shouldn't have as much power as mm -hmm. it does or how mm -hmm. i mean we're the ones who elect people right. who run the government so therefore if yeah, we don't running. trust the people who are running the government, that means that we're not voting the correct people to be in those positions to make those certain regulations. True. Right? That's true. the reason why it's so important to, when we tell people to go vote because um, people people like to make the, the assumption that, oh, my vote doesn't count, but it really does. It, it makes a yeah, difference. Yeah, it helps to like secure the citizens' like happiness and like um, make us like believe that we have like um, a say or a voice. Yeah. Right. Re being represented. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. No, representat no representation without that. No. No taxation without representation. Yeah, that's exactly what we had with the king and like um, before like we even had a government. But, I mean, with the government, do you feel like we do have a say? In today's society, I'm talking about now? Yes. Uh, I feel like there, it's really, it's, uh, we like to think that there is, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like our government's perfect. Mm -hmm. There are certain flaws that um, certain, like certain, there's, for example, Arizona has a... Um, a, like a law that kind of like targets illegal immigrants in the state okay. and this is you, you don't really see something like this in new york yeah. or new jersey right because it's just it's, it's not a thing right yeah. we're, we're more democratic than they are more republican down there mm -hmm. um but it should be right a lot of people like to make the argument that it should be the government's 
the duty to protect some some of these people because some of these things aren't really supposed to be happening. Exactly. Um, currently, like with the current politics, do you keep up with them? Like, oh yeah, like democratic debates right. or like current people who are running for president. Mm-hmm. Who do you agree with the most out of the presidential debate? Candidates? We're talking about Democrats at the, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are a lot of them. There's Yang. There, there's there's Biden, a lot of them. Warren, Booker. Twelve. Like well, some of them have dropped out of the race. Some of them dropped I know out. Rogue dropped out. Yeah. yeah, he dropped so, out. I know for for sure. Um, when we look at Biden, right? Um, yeah. Biden tends to be somebody that we kind of know, right? Because he was with he was with Obama. Obama, and we like to go with people that ha- gives gives us reassurance, right? Mm-hmm. And we we a lot of people like to believe that if Biden runs and he wins, then he'll be running mm-hmm. kind of sort of the same legacy that mm-hmm. Barack Obama is leaving behind, right? And that's what most of the, all of these that feeling of like everybody weird. and most of all the all the um, uh, people who are running for for you know. To become president, they're all kind of sort of in the same embodiment of Barack Obama's legacy, right? And they're right. trying to create, Barack, they're trying to recreate Barack's legacy right. instead of creating their own. Correct, and then that's where sometimes it can get, it can be you know, problematic, just because that we can see everybody wants the same thing. Right, that and also like the problems that, like I remember I was reading this this piece from the Guardian that said that. Um, Joe Biden wants to take credit for a lot of the positive things that Obama had to Not offer the among among the uh, his time during pre- presidency. But when it really comes down to the needy and dirty stuff, right? He he's like, well, I was just the vice president, so technically I kind of had no say. Hey, but he didn't say this word for word, but technically that's technically yeah, what he meant. that's what he's doing. All right, so it's it's really hard because you know you, you like Bernie too, right? Yeah. Bernie's more of a uh, radical. He's more radical. He's, he's not your traditional Democrat. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people like to side with him. Also, um, it's really the it's really tricky in who I would personally pick, right? Because at, okay. at some point I wanted Hillary to 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 win it last year, but it didn't happen. So at the end of the day, Makes it really sense. comes down to who is the majority wants. Right, right. And I heard a lot of people are they're going towards um, I forgot her name what's her Warren name? Warren right Elizabeth Warren. Everybody really yeah likes a lot her. of people want yeah. Warren. Um, she's very you know she has a very strong persona and gives off this very like authoritative look and that's what we're looking for right especially mm-hmm. in the um, political system that we're in now right we need somebody that represents strongness and even more if you're a woman you're already seen as a um, like weakly in- incorporations to like do you really have what it takes to run a government and that's exactly. she already has to fight a, 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 like an uphill battle at this point yeah. so yeah um, Alyssa Warren to me seems like somebody that I would side with, especially with the whole taxi systems. Okay. Okay. Um, do you feel like there's anybody who you, like, least feels like? Yeah, Chad is a weird guy. What's his name again? The, the, um... Like, he kind of looks like a plastic Kendall type <gasps> guy. Blonde hair. No, no, no. The, um... Chen? Is it? Chen? Yang? Yang, Yang, Yang. Yang. Henry Yang? He... Uh, is not your regular. He's a businessman, yeah. so right, he he gives me Donald Trump vibes <laughs> because Donald <laughs> Trump's came he came out of a businessman, obviously, yeah. and just the way he, I don't really think he's suited for that. Just because you know how to work a business and an economy doesn't necessarily mean you know other aspects of government that other people right. have great backgrounds in. Yeah. So, do you feel like if Warren or if Biden or if anybody who is like more qualified? Were to like replace Trump, Trump, which is what this is going to happen eventually. Hopefully. Do you impeach the president? Like... Am I hearing that right? Well, yes. that's one way. Um, oh. Do you feel like they would 
work toward like consolidation with the current government or do you feel like it would like help with more individual rights? Well, a lot of people like to associate the Democratic Party towards like non-consolidation, right? They yeah. Like to they like to think that they Republicans the Demo- believe in more of like the more central strict, government right like don't take my like you and can't change certain laws it has, this has to be the way yeah. it is right now and central government and um, local governments for like, the democrats the more yeah. looser more lenient and they give off like this this vibe right um mm-hmm. I mean I would hope so right it's it's really hard for me to a lot of a lot of candidates like to tell you what they will do do they always really do what they're gonna do no, no right. It's like when Obama came up, he promised all these things. Did all and every, everything he promised? Did he get through? No, no, no because they, there was a lot of there was a lot of um, like laws, like laws that he had to go over that were voted against because of um, the representations inside the House of Representatives. So it, it, right. it was just a lot, right? Yeah. So nothing ever goes as planned as you want it to. So it's really hard for me to say they will do way better than Trump. I mean, I would. I hope. I hope. Right. I hope. Right. I hope. I hope they do. Of course, we all do. You can wish on a star. Yes. Okay, um, but do you agree with the federal farmer on his view of consolidation? I would uh, I would understand why he would say that, right? Being a farmer um, or being somebody from this time period, they that they don't want so much government into, uh, government intervening in their and their either um, financially uh, livelihood and stuff like that, right? Taking the the right from us to vote, um, from doing certain things, right? So I, I can understand where he's coming from. Um, but it's easy. But it's very easy to criticize mm-hmm. because I mean, he, he's not coming up with a solution to the problem. Yeah, right. He wants somebody else to do it because he's just complaining and writing letters, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what he's doing. Do you, how much do you know about the like um, articles of the Confederation? Well, I do know that the um, articles of Confederation were technically written up by the government, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and it kind of like I think it, one of them was to volunteer to become part of the military. Yeah. Right. So then, a lot of people were more towards like we are, we feel more loyal to like our like our our state. I want to call it right. Yeah. Or, or more in more of a whole. Right. Yeah. Even you you can you can even see some of these effects now, right? Where people are more loyal to like, their boroughs than they are to to their state. Right. Like you're from New York. Now I'm from the Bronx. Like yeah, it's New York, buddy. Yeah, it's New York, but it's not upstate New York. Exactly. Those are two different entities, and you know that. Two different, okay. but they're still technically still considered New York. That that does count as individual, right? It's like a lot of cities have their own governors, have their own mayors, and those are like individual, like local governments. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Articles of Confederation, they had very like a lot a lot of drawbacks compared to like our current government with the Constitution. Right. Um, one of those drawbacks was taxes. Like they didn't, they had no taxes at all. Well, yeah, because they they just came out of a whole uh, the whole battle coming yeah, between the because of revolutionary that. war because of taxes. Right. That was one of the causes. Yeah, but then can't you say like if you don't have taxes, then how are you running a government? Well, that's like, that's, how, that's the problem. That, that, that was the problem. That's with what, the, yeah, problem exactly. with the government was saying, right? We had no fundings to fund certain programs that we want. We had be, no military at all because yeah. we couldn't pay the military. They um like Shay's Rebellion, right? Yeah. She, yeah. It wasn't stopped by the by the the U.S. military. It was stopped by a group of people who finally decided that what was, was happening was here was wrong, and let's let's do something exactly. about it. Right, I think though I, I always like to use Shays, Shays Rebellion as an example. Of, like this could happen, right? If you don't have a strong central government, yeah, right. Um, there's nobody checking anybody. Anybody's free to. Uh, people had different currencies. Yeah, exactly. Right, like every state had a, its own different currency, and it was valued differently. Yeah, different laws, different like taxes. Different. Each each one had a different tax. Right, there was there was no regulation exactly. happening. Yeah, that's why. Um, personally, I feel like 
a strong central government is essential to keep order. I think exactly. it should be like not somebody that has all the power, right? Because but I feel like that's what we fear the most, right? Government having all the power, but it should have enough power to check those t- type of things, like checks unlawful things happening, right? Checks and balances that prevent you from becoming that person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like at one point? Well, sorry. At what point do you feel like they're crossing the line, like between like? Too much power or too little power? Mm, um, too much power from the from the government's intervening right, with from, states. From, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a good one. I think when they come in and just literally... I have to think about this question, actually. It's okay. Um, before you answer that, do you feel like the government already does that? It's like some, in some, in some yeah, places? Yeah, to a certain extent, they, they come in and they make sure that everything... is like, that, that's what they call it. it, it okay. I feel like they usually come in when there's any, anything really bad happening. Right? Mm-hmm. That's when they really intervene. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when states actually need the most help. Yeah. Right? Um, you had like Trump talking about he wants to send troops to Chicago because of everything that's happening in there. Right? I'm not right, saying yeah. that's, a, that's something he should do or anything like that. Right? But that's like a kind of like representation. Like they, they, you, you, you can't just send military people into a state and just start start regulating yourself, right? Exactly. It should be, like, within the states to have their own ways on how they're going to deal with certain problems. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, um, I think the government should intervene, like, financially, obviously, right? Yeah. And also, Yeah, we like, don't want our own, like, New York dollars versus right, 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 California right. dollars. Mm-hmm. That's, that'd be hard to, like... Man, imagine uh, imagine going to New Jersey and they have a, they have somebody's a face on a, on a bill that's completely different. <laughs> and you're like, who's this guy? Right? Okay. All right. So, um, you didn't answer. Like, where do you think is the line that they crossed, that they would cross? I think it was, like, when it comes to, like, actual, like, harming. Like, when there's actually, like, something big happening in it, within a state. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's financially, whether it's between, like, groups of people. Right? Like, they, used to, they like to use the excuse of, like, gang violence happening within states, right? right? I feel like the government should really intervene when it really comes down to when it's needed. To mm-hmm. the point where it's like the state cannot control it. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, when you said gang violence, that kind of just brought something back to me. Mm-hmm. I have a question. So why is it not... So why is why are alt-right groups that outright terrorize other people mm-hmm. not considered like terrorist groups or gangs themselves? And why can't they... Ne- Technically, be stopped by federal by the federal government. What's well, the topic? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it's okay. It's, it's, it's relatable. It's, 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 it's okay. It, it's um, I mean, yeah. I like to think that everybody who, if you're doing harm or terrorizing people, you should be categorized as a terrorist, right? Um, I think we lost the identity of what a terrorist should be, right? After 9/11, we automatically assume a lot of people automatically assume that people who are of the Middle East are considered terrorists, right? Yeah. Or they look a certain way, but any a terrorist could be a white person. Sure. It could be a, it could be a Latino. It can it be, be anybody. anybody, right? If you're, like if you're if you're terrorizing other people and and harming their well-being, so you're technically considered a terrorist. Exactly. So wait, then why isn't ICE a terrorist group? ICE is a terrorist group too. <laughs> it is. They are a terrorist. Group. You really think about it. But they're a terrorist group with protection that was set up by the government. Correct. Like, federal. Correct. Federal. That's a that's a federal. Yeah, they're thing federal right terrorists. Ah, group. right there. Look, perfect example, right? Bringing it back to um, where the where the, the, the line draws, the, the, the line draws, draws right? Yeah. Can immigration come into states and start making sweeps within 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 the state? 
can the, can the, can the federal government send actual ICE groups or um, um, immigration officers into states and start sweeping up places and asking people, oh, let me get your identity. That's elevation. definitely where but the line should be drawn. My, my they opinion. already do, though. No, but, but, that, that's, but that's it can't. Happening and it, that's... it happens at a much smaller okay. scale, but imagine if it was like a, a executive order that he can do like that, right? I feel like that's not, that's why but, more, like, you have sanctuary states. Do you know what your sanctuary states are? New York, New York California. Um, California. You have like states. Yeah, usually nor- northern states. Have you see this pattern happening here? Northern states. Of course, states? that's the more democratic states. Yes. Like, they don't. It usually reminds me of like between um, you had slave states and then you mm-hmm. had free states. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That was. When did right. it really change though? It didn't. What? Well, technically, like, after the Civil War, like everything. I know, like, but like, always, like if we still have, yeah. if we still consider northern states sanctuary states, then technically well, it really hasn't changed. It really has. Yeah, you, exactly. You, you make, like, have we really progressed? Have I we mean, really? But that goes back to like our local government. Like, we have the democratic states now, the republican states. Those two like control different forms of government. True. Where like, the Republican states, they have the, their own set of laws, which is like where our state laws come from, right. and, and our democratic laws. Like they, like we live in a democratic state. Obviously, we live in a state where we have where we elect our people that we want to be in office, and we want we elect our like um, different officials. Mm-hmm. That is also same. Was that similar to how it is in other states? In another state, they had um, I think Mississippi. It was a state. Alabama. I think it was a state where um. They wanted to they le- had, they, legalize abortion. Yeah. That was Alabama. Exactly. There you go. Each like, state has its own laws. rights when it comes down to But that's not abortion. a state right, though. That's a it's federal not. thing, though. That's, like, that's not even a federal thing. That's, that goes, I think that's where they're drawing the line. Like they're, they're, Intervention? They're, exactly. But like Alabama going is a red state, though, so you rights. can't So yeah. they wouldn't necessarily... People in Alabama can fight against illegalizing abortion, but Alabama is known as a red state, so, so it's like it would it would be really hard for them to exactly. And if you think of, I think Steele told us it was either Mississippi or Alabama that hasn't had like a black representative of that state since um the eighteen Re- Reconstruction eighteen seventy nine. I thought it was 76. I'm sorry. It's close enough. I think I'm just, it's still in there, that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can always edit that out. <laughs> um, in general, like, do you feel like there is there is definitely a line where like they has that that it can be? Crossed? There is a line. If if there's if there was no line now, then technically the government would be able to do whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. But we're so tied up. To a certain extent, they kind of do, but then again, they still have the whole power, some sort. And that's what they, um, like a farmer, like, from the, the letters that he was writing, that's what he was writing for, right? Like, states should have mostly all, if not all, the power. But no, because then there are states like Alabama and Mississippi that can necessarily do whatever And they're still like that too right now, exactly. right? And there's no gov- and they, there's still no government intervention no. happening there. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, if, let's say that there was, like, they're, like everybody could have their own way, right? Right. And that states like Mississippi, Alabama, all the known red states, they all wanted to have their own part of the U.S. where they were their own, and the blue states wanted to have their part of the own, right? And we go to war. The civil, like that's exactly not exactly what the civil war was about. But it was let's contradictions say, amongst groups of people. Exactly, right. but there's always going to be a contradiction. But at the end of the day, we still need to align together mm-hmm. because we're not. Like, I get it. We have groups within groups that have their own beef, but 
it's not that we have beef with everyone else. It's that we have, we need to protect ourselves as a union right. to be together. But I don't think it should be at the stake of having of our own individuality because I believe, like, I'm strongly aligned with democratic views, but I don't, I shouldn't knock somebody else who's a Republican right. just because they're a Republican. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, I shouldn't I automatically be like, oh my God, I hate you so much. You're a Republican. Get out of my face. I mean, this is what like, happened in, like, in, the, in our first period class um, when we were going over some Democratic um, economic policies and some Republican economic policies somebody you know i said like some of these policies from the republican side are pretty good yeah. they make sense i'm not saying that they're 100 right but they, they make they, they make sense and i would understand why this this could work or can work and somebody was like what you're a republican and i'm like there's nothing wrong in being that like i get to choose who i want to like you know what group better represents my certain needs or my representation i feel like people get the word republican confused with like not racist or terrorist, but like, you know, like Donald Trump. Yes, yes. they, no, that's they literally completely what it confuse is. that line between like, okay, I'm a Republican, but well, I'm that's not because they they cater to a certain group of people. That's why, right? Yeah. The Democrats tend to be for the people. Republicans tend to be for like that upper upper more I guess middle class and one, high that high one percent that high high very high middle class, <laughs> very high. I remember the day after my birthday, we um me and my friends we went to a bowling alley, mm-hmm. and on the way to the train we um. We passed by like this uh this voting uh table and they stopped they they asked us hey do you want to come and sign, and register to vote and my friend my friend was like okay um, and she, they're, they're all older than 18 and i'm well most of them are older than 18. Mm-hmm. i'm the i'm the only one youngest i turned 17 that day oh the day before so um they said i could still register and then they i didn't see it. When I was when I tried to register, they asked me, "Are you Republican or Democrat?" And I'm like, "I didn't know." Mm-hmm. And I thought I would be a Democrat. And they, when they explained it to me, they they explained like the Republicans as these like extremely um, like controlling like uh, government. Like, the it way depends they who you're asking, to be honest. They yeah, probably, they're probably like anti, like you Democrats. Yeah. And so do you feel like when it, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, it's fine. But do you feel like when it comes to jobs like that, like you have to be unbiased no matter what? Like when you it comes do. to civil service jobs, you have to be unbiased. I mean, I would assume I would hope people are because then you you're you're influencing the like the opinions of people. Exactly. It's like the people who work the polls, right? You're not like president. Um, whenever there's any 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 elections happening, mm-hmm. you cannot tell people who to vote for or who you what party you represent because then that's a conflict of interest yeah right it has everything has to be confidential so you're not changing exactly. the opinion of somebody of the people and i feel like that's exactly what she was doing to me mm-hmm. like she was oh that's like, exactly yeah. what she's doing because she's trying to get voters to vote for for yeah, her party exactly. yeah but in that scenario do you feel like there shouldn't be somebody that works the polls like these things should be not automatic or like secret validated or written out or anything but like there should be some alternative way of voting that you don't have to like speak to anyone you can do whatever like you feel yeah i feel that okay um i feel like the 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 party that is currently like um with the most like consolidation mm-hmm. like um Ideology would be the Republicans, like they want a stronger sense of government. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's important to realize that individual rights are just as important as a strong sense of government because you won't have a happy society if there's too strong. If there's a really strong sense of government, 
-hmm. that wouldn't be like really possible to enjoy I, I mean live in I don't know what do you think um I think this is our time and we need to wrap this up so thank you Mr. Diaz thank you for having me here um, talking about some government stuff. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. And we should be doing this again some other time. Definitely. If I ever have a podcast of my own. Definitely. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. And bye.